0: This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Glory to God. I've made a discovery lately that for the over 30 years I've been saved, I was not aware of. Saints, God is more powerful than you understand. His grace is more generous than you can fathom. His goodness is beyond compare, hallelujah, glory to God. The life we lead now in his son, hallelujah, glory to God, was so powerfully given to us, we, ha- we, we have no idea. From that thought, we're going to go to 1 Timothy, excuse me, 2 Timothy, the second chapter, and the twenty-fourth verse, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If someone can help us out with the lights, Hallelujah, so everyone can see the screen, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You, Glory to God. Let me set this up. Uh, the books of First and Second Timothy and also Titus are known as the Pastoral Epistles. What that means is Timothy was a young man that Paul was trying to pour into. Paul, this was the last books that Paul wrote, hallelujah. And he was trying to prepare this man, this young man, to take over, hallelujah, to to keep going, hallelujah, to, to carry the gospel message, amen. And Paul's concern, amen, glory to God, not about the sins of people, amen, but he was concerned about false doctrine, so he's trying to strengthen Timothy in strong doctrine, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, that he might not be deceived by false doctrine, hallelujah, false doctrine, i.e., being that it's our efforts plus Jesus that saves us. That's a false doctrine. That's religion. It's all Jesus and none of us, and we're going to see that today, amen? It's all about Jesus and and nothing about us. So we got to take our religious pride and kick them to the curb because they don't factor in the equation. It doesn't matter how long you've been saved or how many good works you did. If you did good works, God bless you. Amen, glory to God. But God graced you to be able to carry out those good works. Hallelujah. Your good works were a result of his grace. They did not garner his grace. Hallelujah. Let's take a look at our scripture here. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 2.24 says, And the servant of the Lord must not strive. It's not about your selfish ambition. Hallelujah. But be gentle unto all men. Uh-oh. Have I been gentle unto all men? God, I need your help with that. Gentle unto all men. So if you're like me and you understand that there are times when you're not gentle, hallelujah, glory to God, you're a candidate, amen, to receive more of his grace. <laughs> Woo, that's not even, the uh, hallelujah, the focus of our message, hallelujah. <laughs> Act to teach, which means able to teach. Hallelujah. It's funny how I didn't say able to hoop. Able to teach. Let me stop here for a second. I'm not against hooping as long as it's presenting the gospel message. Amen. Glory to God. If it's inspiring, if it's getting people happy or excited, amen, hoop, hallelujah, glory to God. Preach, hallelujah, with passion, amen, glory to God, hallelujah. But in that hooping, amen, we have to have an ability to teach God's gospel message to the people, amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Patient. You're going to need some patience with people who don't know Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, you're a candidate for his grace. You're going to need some patience for say, folks. <laughs> Once again, Jesus, I need your patience. Not my own, my patience runs out too quickly, hallelujah. Verse 25, in meekness or humility to God's unveiled will, as Kim was sharing with us earlier, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, amen. The unsaved oppose themselves. If I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes we do too. Let me take that sometimes out of there. A lot of times we do too. oppose ourselves. Uh, I feel like I need to stop here for a second. saints. you need to know that everything that comes from your heart is not divine. And Jesus said out of the heart comes those evil things. Amen. Glory to God. Just because you feel it doesn't mean it's God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I feel a lot of things, but it doesn't mean it's God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What did Jeremiah say? The heart is desperately wicked above all things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We talked about uh, a couple of months ago. Amen. Hallelujah. He that followeth his heart is a fool. But he that followeth after wisdom shall be delivered. The wisdom of God. Amen. Glory to God. We have to lean on the wisdom of God. Our own hearts betray us. And it's when the Holy Spirit has full reign in our hearts. Then, then we can trust him who lives inside of our hearts. Amen? amen? And make this instructing those who oppose themselves. If God peradventure, we don't use that word anymore, it means whether at any times, if God, whether at any time, will give them repentance. If God, whether at any time, will give them repentance. Repentance. It's a key verse right there. To the acknowledging of the truth, verse twenty-six, and and that they may recover themselves. It's a Greek word, and an anepho anepho, return to soberness. Out of the snare or the trap of the devil, who are taken captive by him, at His will, my God. I'm going to make a bold statement to you today, but it's true. I've said this for many years, and I was wrong. And I'll say it in front of you, amen. I'll say it on our recording today to the world, amen. Glory to God. My salvation, your salvation, was not a decision by me or you. You didn't get saved because I've made a decision for Christ. <laughs> I'm ordained for many years, pastoring, amen, here for seven and another a few years, amen, in Texas, amen, glory to God, and I was convinced it was about my decision for Christ. I was caught up in my own pride and didn't even know it. It had nothing to do with my decision, amen, glory to God. He gave me by his will over to repentance for the acknowledging of the truth. It all Jesus and none of me, and all Jesus, and none of you, amen. Glory to God, you didn't make a decision for Christ. Christ decided, amen, that you should get saved. It is an act of grace. He gave us salvation when we didn't deserve it. And we're going to prove it in Scripture. Amen. Amen? The reason I give us all these definitions and all that is not to try to impress you. Amen. It's to offer you evidence for why we believe what we should believe. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So our message today. Amen. Glory to God. Is salvation by grace. Or salvation of grace. Salvation of grace grace hallelujah it's all in jesus and none of us hallelujah glory to god how did I come to discovery amen we were studying about the triune god (laughs) and the triune god's role in our redemption or us being brought back from sin and the uh, control and influence of the devil amen glory to god hallelujah salvation of grace Let's pray. Father God, we thank you and praise you and bless you because you do all things well. We thank you for saving us, Lord God. But Lord, you've given me a task today that is far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before. Fill us, Lord God, to overflowing, with your word, with your spirit, Lord God, today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Have your way in this congregation. Prepare our hearts to receive from you. Prepare my heart to receive from you today that I might flow as you lead me. We thank you today. We praise you in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. amen. Salvation of grace amen let's take a word study trip hallelujah now hallelujah let's look at this word repentance some of you remember me hallelujah defining this before if you do not amen hallelujah here's your chance amen hallelujah our concept of repentance amen glory to god as a modern day church has been off we call this repentance oh god i'm so sorry for what i've done (laughs) let me go up to the front of the church and fake cry in front of everybody <laughs> so they can see that I'm fake crying and somebody can hug me after church and pat me on the back <laughs> and this is not to beat you up this is how we've been conditioned to understand repentance what that really is is an emotional response Which is not bad per se, but it's an emotional response to being caught up in sin. Amen. Glory to God. What is true repentance? Amen. What is the word in the Greek? Amen. The original New Testament language. It is a word metanoia. And it means a change of mind. To give one the ability to repent or to cause him to repent or cause this person to change Their mind, hallelujah, repentance, hallelujah, is when God unveils his truth to you. And it causes a change in your thinking. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, Mm -hmm. glory to God. You know, we can be accused of there's no repentance in this church. But saints, every time the word is preached under the power of the Holy Spirit, amen, repentance is taking place in the hearts and minds, hallelujah, of God's people, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So just because you didn't get up here, amen, and get on your knees and start crying in front of everybody doesn't mean you didn't repent. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Repentance occurs when your mind is impacted by the truth of God and it changes from one way of thinking to another. Hallelujah. Since there's a world view, hallelujah, where just do what feels good. If it comes out your heart, just do it. Hallelujah. And just express yourself. And there's a view, amen, that I must be connected to God and humble before God, where he Instructs me. Amen. And I stop being offended because I understand that God has my best interests in mind. And if I'm going to be really honest, my own thoughts and my own heart betray me every day. Here's another bold statement we have to trust God more than our hearts and minds. But let me say this to you. That is your decision. Mm-mm-mm. Let's move on. Repentance, a change of mind. So what's repentance? A change of mind. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, we even got it wrong. We call this the altar. The purpose of an altar biblically was to put a sacrifice on it and have that sacrifice be killed for its blood to be drained. Now, I, does anybody want to come up here and have, be sliced and, and let their blood be drained? We've made this really a place of embarrassment. Religions made this a place of embarrassment. Come up here and get embarrassed to have your sins exposed. We've made this a place of, I forgot to tie my shoe. Come up here and tie the preacher's shoe. What is this really? The throne of grace. Come on up and receive from the Lord. Because he will in no wise cast you out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The preacher might, but God will in no wise cast you out. Hallelujah. So repentance, a change of mind. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next word, acknowledging. In the Greek is epinosis. It's a recognition of knowledge. Its usage in the Bible is a knowledge of a particular point directed towards a particular object. It is perception. It is discernment. Hallelujah. Let me give you a proper definition of discernment. It is the spiritual guidance and understanding. Discernment is not something you have naturally. It's something that the Holy Spirit enables you to do. I got the spirit of discernment. You must be a witch. You got the spirit of superstition. The spirit of... uh, Suspiciousness. Discernment is by way of the whole, it's a gifting of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So it's acknowledging also is recognition, It's intuition. What is intuition? The ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Hallelujah. The sp- God's Spirit can give us something to know something immediately. That our understanding is instant. He can take knowledge and impart it into our minds. And we have instant understanding. That is intuition. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It's precise. It's correct knowledge. This acknowledging is precise and correct knowledge. Used in the New Testament of the knowledge of things ethical and divine. Hallelujah. So for the purposes of this scripture, amen, Glory to God. Uh, God talks about the acknowledging of the truth. Amen. It's God bringing a change of mind that you would acknowledge the truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Of his son's sacrifice. Hallelujah. For all of our sins, past, present, and future. To many people, amen, including the Greeks, they thought this was foolishness. How can God die? Foolishness. And he can pay for your sins. No, I'm going to take care of my sins. I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to live a moral life. And I'm going to live and and live by philosophy. And the dictates of my mind and my heart. And I'm going to be a self-made man. God dying on the cross, foolishness. That was the popular thought of the time. That the gospel was foolishness. Scientists today will tell us it's foolishness. They'll say faith is foolishness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But let's go on to the word truth. Amen. Truth in the Greek is Alessia. In ancient Greek, I'm not going to say Althea. <laughs> Maybe her name means truth. In the original. It might even mean a three hour Truth. Ooh, Sister Kim got that truth for three hours. <laughs> 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 Ooh, oh, talk about a word. She had a word. <laughs> oh, our sister, we love her. Hallelujah. What does truth mean, Hallelujah? It was synonymous for reality. I.e., the opposite of illusion. The truth which is the gospel or which the gospel presents. Hallelujah. Let's put it all together. What can we conclude from this passage of scripture? Hallelujah. And Greek definitions of repentance, acknowledging and truth. We can conclude that God in his benevolence, Hallelujah, his willingness to be generous and give, his grace granted us a change of mind from doubt to an instant spiritual understanding of the reality of his efforts to save us through Jesus Christ. And giving us, giving us, giving us salvation, He failed and saved us unveiled his undeniable truth and now by grace we are saints of the most high God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our salvation is not a decision. It's God decided to unveil his truth to us. Hallelujah. uh, Hallelujah. With no smoke screens, he unveiled the full truth to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And in his glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our minds were changed. Hallelujah. We acknowledge or receive the truth hallelujah, glory to God, of the reality, hallelujah, that his son came in to die for us and pay for all of our sins, past, present, and future. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no pride in us getting saved. It's all God and none of us. He gave us repentance. Amen. You know, we're hard on each other. No, you better go up there and repent. And although we may have had, from our human standpoint, our human point of view, good intentions, we were really getting in God's way. Let me use somebody. Hello, young person. She loves her daddy. She loves her daddy. Oh, I love my daddy. You better go up there and get, you better get down on that altar, get on your knees and repent. Get on your knees and repent. See, she ain't even going for it. She she knows the truth. Thank you. This preacher couldn't push her down. Allow God to move on people in his own way, in his timing. Amen. And if he decides to unveil the truth to them, there is they, they are just caught up in his truth. Amen. Hallelujah. And we'll be transformed. Amen. I used to think it was my job to help my wife grow spiritually. And I was frustrated because I was acting in my will and not God's will I wanted in my timing and not her timing and little did I know that I needed to repent and I needed to be changed and I guess I was deflecting it upon her not I guess I know be careful when you're trying to make people change doesn't mean that that person doesn't need a change, but it means that you're not the person to bring it about. That's a, that's a work of God. That's a work of God. Hallelujah. Even when we are witnessing to people, all we can do is present them with the truth. What did Paul say? One waters, one plants, but God brings the increase. It's a work of God. He may use our mouths and our minds to deliver his truth. But ultimately he is the one that works in the heart of the person. And the mind of the person to bring about change. Amen. amen. So we don't need to get frustrated. Amen. When we're trying to minister to people. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. A lot of times we just mess it up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So like I said our salvation was not our decision. But a gift of God. Amen. Let's look at some scriptures to confirm this. Amen. Ephesians 2 and 8, the amplified version. It says, this is Paul speaking to the church at Ephesus. Amen. That Timothy would eventually pastor. He says, for it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ. God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ. This is Father God's work here. Hallelujah. To draw you to Christ. That you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life. We didn't earn eternal life. We were given it. Through faith. What is faith in a nutshell? Through leaning and depending on God. See, there is a... Thought, especially here in this country, and I love this country, I'm from this country, hallelujah, I'm uniquely American, amen, I'm finally embracing that at 50. Because all African-Americans have about 20%, amen, of white blood in them, that's unique, that's nowhere else in the world, amen, only in America. I'm not saying and advocating and co-signing that slavery was wonderful, I'm just saying that me being here right now, hallelujah, glory to God, can only happen in this country. So I am a son of this nation, amen. With that being said, there's a thought, amen, glory to God, hallelujah, that we have to do it our way. We're American. Mm. We're the best and brightest of the world. And we look down on everybody. It has nothing to do with God. It's a national pride that has nothing to do with God. Hallelujah, Mm. glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Faith is leaning and depending on God, not doing it my way. (laughs) That was my Frank Sinatra impersonation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I guess the church, uh, the the, the joke is not that good if I had to explain it. All right. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. He's telling us this straight up, hallelujah. Our salvation was a gift. It wasn't a decision we made. It's a gift. You've been gifted with the greatest gift. Amen. Hallelujah. God could ever give salvation, eternal life. Hallelujah. The best gift. Yes, I want the Tesla and I'm going to get it one day. Amen. But I have salvation. I have eternal life. The best gift. Hallelujah. Now, I probably can't use that Tesla in heaven anyway. So, hallelujah. Verse 9. Not as a result of your works, nor your attempts to keep the law. It's not about you being religious. I'm gonna get in trouble for this. But I stay in trouble. But so <laughs> it is what it is. I go to various churches. Let me let me pick on myself first. I have this message that I'm presenting to you today. Wouldn't it make sense that I've spent time with God already to get the message? That I've prayed already. Mm-hmm. So then me getting down like this when I get up here. Is that for God? Or is that for y'all? No. <laughs> I'm showing off for y'all. I'm, showing I'm, I'm, I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, if I go to another church and that's their custom, amen. I, I, I can't come into somebody's house. And change what they do. So I would have to do it. How they went in Rome. Be like the Romans. Amen. Glory to God. But I might be down there like. Lord I'm just doing this. Because this is what they do. How you know we done spoke already. That's right. Matter of fact. We, we speak all day. Uh, you live inside me. We communicate all day long. But because they're not there yet. I'm going to get down and do this. Why? Because I love them and I don't want to trip up where they are at this point until God unveils his full truth. Amen. 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 My God. Hallelujah. Amen. So not as a result of your works or your attempts to keep the Lord, be religious so that no one be, will be able to boast. I cannot boast about my salvation. It is a gift. I can boast in the Lord. And what he's done. Or take credit in any way for his salvation. These are just scriptures to confirm what I'm telling you to you. That our salvation is not a decision. It is, if it was anybody's decision, it was God's decision to unveil his truth to you in such a way that it was undeniable. That yes, I will receive your salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. grace, grace. Grace. Verse 10, for we are his workmanship, his masterwork. So it's all about him. A work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works. Which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them living the good life, we talked about last week, God wanted us to have a good long life. Hallelujah. Glory to God, we keep saying no man's promise tomorrow, but he said in Psalm 91, 16, amen, with long life have I satisfied, will I satisfy thee. Hallelujah. Living a, the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us. God, before the foundations of the world, chose to reveal his truth of salvation to you and I. Grace of our salvation. It's all about him. And it's not about us. Hallelujah. He saved us. He found us. He chose us. We didn't choose him. He chose us. Saints, it's all about the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is Paul speaking to the church at Rome. Romans 2 and 4 says, Hallelujah. He says, Or despises thou the riches of his goodness? Hallelujah. He's speaking to his audience here. Hallelujah. Do you hallelujah, dislike, hallelujah, the riches of God's goodness and forbearance or his patience or putting up with us and his long-suffering, not knowing the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. How do we get to repentance? God's goodness. Not the rebuke of the leader. There is a place for sharp correction. Amen. Hallelujah. But it's not to destroy the audience member or the listener or the saint of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's to reject. Hallelujah. uh, Something that is not right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But repentance only comes. Amen. Through God's goodness. God, Jesus dying on the cross. Amen. God's generosity to you in other areas. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is the goodness of God that leads to a change of mind. Mm -hmm. It's not your mean attitude. It's not my mean attitude. It's the goodness of God. You know, I have to deal with students still. You know, I thought I was away from all that. Hallelujah. But I still have to deal with difficult students. Amen. Glory to God. And I have found that uh, I have to be firm about what we have to do, but I can execute that in a way, hallelujah, that doesn't come off tonally or how I say it in a mean way. Mm-hmm. In other words, no, 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 we're going to do this now, okay? We're, we, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this, okay? You know, I have to put a, 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 a tone on it that is generous, that is nice, hallelujah, glory to God. Because when I get mean, it just makes it worse. Hallelujah. You know, I know a lot of times we feel like we're justified, amen, when we flip on somebody. Because that's human nature. It's human nature. But if we're going to be honest with ourselves, saints, and stop justifying when we flip out on somebody... Know that the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And that person I flipped on. I might have been blocking them from the truth. Maybe God was going to use me. Hallelujah to minister to that person. Now I've messed up. I'm not here to judge you. I've, I've messed up. I flipped on people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. hallelujah well with sin abounds. Grace does much more abound thank God for his grace amen Amen. but it's the goodness of God that leads a person to a change of mind amen glory to God it is the rebuke of man or the rebuke of the leader that brings people up here to the altar (laughs) to be embarrassed it is the goodness of God that leads people up to the throne of grace that they might receive Hallelujah, his love, his generosity, his a millionth chance. Because <laughs> we all need a million chances. did he tell Peter, Jesus, he says, forgive your brother 70 times seven. We're not literally going to forgive someone 490 times but it was an allegory, amen? It was an extreme example to say, forgive your brother as much as, need to, as they need to be forgiven, amen? Glory to God. With that being said, there are some people that for a season, maybe you need to just be away from, amen? amen. Don't, don't, don't be away from them in anger and unforgiveness, but like, I love you, I'm gonna love you from a distance right now. Amen. When God says so, we'll get back together, amen, and we'll, hallelujah, we'll walk in forgiveness with one another, amen? Glory to God. But there's some more things that God has to do with you before we get to that point. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. Saints, we are privileged to know the mystery of the kingdom. God unveiling his truth to you is a great privilege. God saving you is a great, great privilege. We're going to take a look at that. Amen. Glory to God. This is Jesus. Hallelujah. Explaining the parable of the sower. Amen. To his disciples. And he says unto them, He that hath ears to, to hear, let him hear. Amen. He just had given them the given all his listeners that just didn't include his disciples, Amen. But the Pharisees, Sadducees, other religious leaders, the, uh, the lawyers, lawyer not being someone who gets you out of trouble, lawyer, but someone who was an expert in the Ten Commandments. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he said unto them, He He that hath an ear, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 10 says, and when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked him the parable. So they asked him, does this parable, the sower mean? Amen. Verse 11, he says, and he said unto them, unto you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. Unto you, those that were following him already, is given to you, not them. To know the mystery of the kingdom. Unto you is given for me to unveil the full truth. Of the kingdom. We're headed somewhere y'all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But unto them that are without. All things are done in parables. Uh Oh my goodness. What is Jesus saying here? Verse 12. That seeing they may see. And not perceive. So the parable they see it. But they don't perceive. And hearing that they may hear. And not understand. Lest at any time they should be converted. And their sins be forgiven them. What's going on here? So unto. Those that were following. Jesus unveiled the whole truth. Unto those that opposed him, he gave them the truth veiled through parables. Lest they should, let me get back here so I say it correctly, amen. Lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven. Saints, what he's saying here is if I unveiled the whole truth to my opponents, they would get converted as well the truth of God is one of the most powerful things in the universe that is undeniable that had he unveiled his full truth to those Sadducees and and Pharisees and religious lawyers they would have been converted hallelujah before I go on with this point amen let's look at this word mystery Mystery in the Greek, hallelujah, which is the original language that the Old Testament, I mean the New Testament was written in, excuse me, is mysterion. It's the root of the English term mystery. In the Bible, a mystery or mysterion is not something unknowable. Rather, it is what can only be known through revelation or an unveiling of the truth. That's what revelation means, i.e. because God reveals it in the New Testament. It's the counsels of God, once hidden, but now revealed in the gospel. So by Jesus using parables, he was not unveiling the full force of the truth to his religious opponents. But that brings up a question. Why is Jesus only revealing the truth to his followers and not to his religious opponents? Doesn't he want all to be saved and none to be lost, as it says in 2 Peter 3 and 9? Why would he do this? He's such a good God. I don't understand why he wouldn't. If his truth is that powerful, Pastor, you know, I knew Jesus was no good. That he would keep the truth from some people, and now I'm going to justify why I'm not coming to church because Jesus, right there in His own words, is proving that He's not good. Talk about people that oppose themselves. Amen. People are looking always looking for excuses. Amen. Hallelujah. Not to be saved. All right. They don't have the right clothes, all all these things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So what's happening here? I'm going to give you fresh, fresh revelation. God dropped this on me this morning because I was intimidated by this scripture. This is what he said. He said, if Jesus had converted all his religious opponents before they had him crucified, then we would all still be in our sins. Jesus allowed his religious opponents to remain blind for the time being so that they would be motivated to have him to be crucified and the penalty of all our sins would be paid at the cross. If Jesus came and just was a good man and just did good things but didn't die on the cross, we'd still be in our sins. He had to allow them for a season. He had to harden their hearts so that they would be motivated to crucify him. So he was really acting in love because ultimately if he didn't die, hallelujah, his religious opponents would never have the opportunity to be saved. His followers would not, They would, although they would be following him, they wouldn't be saved. They'd still be in their sins. Saints, here's another controversial statement. All the disciples before the crucifixion were going to hell. Peter was going to hell. John and James were going to hell. Why? Because Jesus had not yet died on the cross. To pay for their sins. Let me give you a little hope though. Hallelujah. When Peter preached that first sermon. Amen. In the book of Acts. Amen. 3,000 got saved. And amongst them. Where many of Jesus' opponents mm -hmm. had Judas, and you heard me say this before, had held on and not tried to punish himself for betraying Jesus, he could have gotten saved as well. Mm -hmm. You're somebody that's done a lot of dirt and done things to people. Mm -hmm. You're in the room or you know people like this. Thing beyond the grace of God. Mm. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Saints, I go rob a bank, I'm going to jail. I'm not saying live any kind of way and do anything kind of thing. There are, const- there are earthly consequences for our choices. And James also encourages us to walk a certain kind of way before men. So that we represent the kingdom well. But there is nothing beyond the grace of God. What really did Jesus say? The only unforgivable thing is to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. And right now that's impossible. How is that impossible? Amen, glory to God. What he was talking about. Do not disrespect what the Holy Spirit was doing in Christ to redeem the world back to God if we're saved and he now lives inside of us that's impossible to do we've already received salvation blaspheming the Holy Spirit is not laughing at somebody because they're dancing in the spirit maybe that's rude and yes, I used to do it. Amen. I, I, it was a little boy and them people were dancing in the spirit at Massapequa Tabernacle. And I was just laughing. <laughs> little did I know that God would have the last laugh and I'd be a pastor yeah. at seven years old. He had the last laugh. Hallelujah. And then I would be like. <laughs> Ain't nothing like with people with no rhythm dancing in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Let God gift them with some rhythm. Oh, I like to be in trouble. Please forgive me, listeners. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Saints, my point to you today from the Lord is that your salvation is by grace. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.